Hey everybody, happy Thursday. You have found yourself at the first ever episode of A Therapist and a Lawyer Walk Into a Bar, a podcast that is a companion piece to the newsletter Dialoguing on Substack. Um, This is a podcast where a wife, Caitlin, hi, who is a therapist, spends a little bit of time chatting with her husband, who is a lawyer, about her newsletter that week. And if he's read it, what he thinks of it, and talking to somebody not in the field to maybe demystify some things about therapy, about therapists, about marriage, about relationships. Um, and so this is the first ever episode, which means the audio is shit. Um, we're still learning and you'll hear lots of cats and lots of coughing and noises in the background. So please forgive us while we try to kind of get used to what we're doing here. And quite like with my newsletter, it has been important for me to obviously do the best I can, but then also be willing to put an imperfect thing out into the world. So this is very much that you will hear that. Um, the first little bit is him and I trying to figure out, are we recording? Are we not recording? And then we jump back in a couple minutes later. Um, so you'll notice a little bit of some starting and stopping. We talk about a little bit about ourselves, about this week's newsletter, about the skill this week, radical acceptance, as well as a bunch of other miscellaneous goodies. Um, hoping that this is fun and useful and um, a little bit of joy and a little bit of vulnerability and connect for your week. So here we go. Okay. I think we're recording. Hot mics? That, that's they call these a hot mic. Hot. H-O-T. Yeah, cans and hot mics. Okay. Well, we're just practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read my newsletter? I did. You did? I did. Well, he was bathing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Thoughts, feelings. I don't. Re- I don't remember. I thought I had remembered talking about radical acceptance, but um, I don't. But if we did talk about it, I don't remember. Okay. Do you think it's like an obvious technique? No, no. I think it's definitely sounds like something that is uh, when not was, natural. Because when I was writing about it, I was like, it sounded so stupid. It was like, so like radical acceptance is about like radically accepting mm. <laughs> the reality, mm-hmm. um, which sounded kind of silly but um okay so it's not, it's more it's kind of not maybe not complex but when you break it down it feels kind of like oh okay this could make sitting yeah. in traffic feel better for me maybe it's yeah i mean it's not without effort right like you have to uh-huh. stop and okay i don't want to wait this is a good conversation i feel like it's going okay. but i feel like this feels like the moment on our first date when you were like oh, i feel like this is going well let's go on a second one so that was a little intro of us just spitballing and running around with, we weren't expecting to keep that beginning part, but, um, no. it, one of life's little treasures, one of life's little treasures. So we thought we'd just do a quick interlude to that. Um, so this is our living nightmare. Our cat is, Trying to get into a box that is roughly a third of his size. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he likes a project. So mm. anyway, we're going <clears> to, <throat> we've tried this several times. And as we are novices, it's not gone well. The audio has been um, horrible. And so. Isn't it funny that novice is also like no vice? No vice. No vices. No vices, but also. Um, no skills. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so <clears throat> that is a long way of saying welcome to the first episode of A Lawyer and a Therapist 
walk into a bar. Hmm. You did different that time. Before you did a therapist and a lawyer, and I was kind of like, okay, why do you get top billing? But then, uh, did I just do it the other way? Yeah, you should have a lawyer and a therapist. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Shit. Well, it's obvious why I get top billing, isn't it? Mm. Maybe not to you. <laughs> yeah, it's up. I mean, I took your last name. Like, what else do you want from me? Yeah. Um, Give me your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was born out of the idea um, that some people like to receive their information um, verbally and not... Visually, um, and more in a dialogue format as opposed to just reading, me talking at nobody. Well, I like that, and I like to hear your voice, but you know, it's also sometimes a different way to understand it. You know, mm-hmm. conversational style, mm-hmm. and that's a good. That's a very good point. It's definitely more of a a play on. The title of my newsletter, Dialoguing, which this is a companion. Whoa, I didn't even just now. Honey, you just said it. I know, but I didn't even realize that. You were leading me into a segue. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Wow. And that's, hey, listener, more to expect. That's what you're here for. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stan, sweet pea, apple of my eye. Um, can we do this somewhere else? Um, so... Yeah, so some people like to hear, and honestly, I mean, if I'm honest, I think a lot of people that have talked to me about maybe liking either the voiceovers of my newsletter or the idea of a podcast, like sitting down and reading is not something that people always have time for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, less looking at a screen, which I like. So we're going to um, play around with this as an idea to. <clears throat> talk about maybe the newsletter that week and then also talk about just odds and ends of being a human being and in particular being a human being in in our little um unit um Mm -hmm. speaking of which i thought part of today that could be useful is to kind of just introduce ourselves to people that maybe don't know us personally um sure like the Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is. Hi, and welcome to the welcome to the plastics conference and plastics like plastic surgery or plastics the material. Different ways you can use plastics. Oh my god, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sorry to all of our Tulsa (laughs) listeners. That wasn't a slight Tulsa, but I think it's more a slight on um, people who work in plastics. I'm ready to slight those people. Wow. Wow. Already, already guns blazing. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> this is mm. the problem. Um, so yeah, cause I know that if I was listening to a podcast like this, I would want to know a little bit about who I'm hearing and listening to. Um, would you like me to go first? Do you want to go first? Yeah, as I mentioned in our first draft of this, um, (laughs) even still, even having gone through a draft of it, I don't necessarily feel totally comfortable. Yeah, that's what the voices are. That's clear. Jokes. Uh, To really, really just, you know, hop into how my name is. Sure, sure. You know, so. Well, that's natural. And I think it's so interesting because, like, I think you tend to be. There are times where you are so confident and don't have these things. We were just talking about this the other day. Like, at work, you're like, you're a lawyer. So, like, you don't have as much. You're very confident at work. You can go in front of a judge. You can, you know, have a trial. You can do all these things. And, you know, I think for most people, that's like a very anxiety-provoking situation, and myself included. Like, I think I'm... um, That would scare the shit out of me. (laughs) That's why I'm... One of the many reasons why I have the profession I have and you have the profession you have. Um, But... Yeah, and I, but I think it's, you know, I'm sure we'll get into <laughs> the defense mechanism, you know. It's like kind of like that 
um, for all the Top Gun fans out there, <laughs> scene of the original Top Gun, where Kelly McGillis is asking Tom Cruise, like, you know, why did you do that? What were you thinking when you did that? And he's like, when you're up there, you don't have time to think. Mm-hmm. If you think, you're dead. Uh-huh. You know, there's like an element of just like, you know, there's a, a, a different autopilot that takes over your but adopted maybe, character and a persona. But and, maybe you're in flow. Like, is it that you're completely pretending? Or or is it like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just tapping into a different part of myself, you know. Because it's not. All, I'm not all the time that way. I'm definitely not. Like at work, you mean? Yeah, I mean, there's times where I have definite self doubt and you know anxiety about doing things. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd be unhinged if you didn't. Sure, um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think that there is a. Mm, I don't know if it's always that... Con- I mean, it's not conscious, you know? It's kind of like... So you don't go into... You're not like me when we play tennis and I'm like, okay, Caitlin, you got this. Like, you can re- you can receive any serve he hits over. Like, I have to say that to myself. Otherwise, I'm sitting there and like, don't let it come to me, even though we're playing singles. Like, I, I think... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It seems like you don't even have to do that with work stuff. Well, but I mean, I've been doing it for uh, give him my age. You're acting like your father Christmas. You're Um, not that old. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, (coughs) I certainly was that way early on. Okay, I didn't know know you. How many years had you been practicing when I met you? Five. That's crazy. I don't know that answer. (laughs) Five or six. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I... Wow, you act, you acted like you were just, like, um, two. I, I wouldn't have known that number. Because now I think about oh. it, I had been working in my field for, I mean, not much less than that. But I thought of you as such a, like, <laughs> town, town elder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that uh, Gladwell 10,000 hours at that point. I mean, okay. I was like, okay. You know? Okay kind of doing it it's like it's like everything i was like like um listening to something with um you know bill simmons is i just saw that he was on smart list is that what you're talking about mm-hmm. okay you know he started he's a writer now he's you know he, he created 30 for 30 on espn he's, okay i thought he was like a sports guy he's been he is yeah yeah um but he was you know he's also a bit of everything he's a political science major major all that stuff but you know you hear this from uh, everybody he was like you know, he was. They're asking him like, "How did you have the confidence to do this?" And blah blah. And he's like, "You guys know. You get into these rooms with these like big wig people who run studios and networks, and you're like, okay, it's not that smart, <laughs> right? I right? Right? Definitely do that guy's <laughs> job. And you have that same thing in you know in my profession too. You're like, wait, that's the person who's the best at this. Like, wait." That's the... Huh. Okay. You know, like, there is an element of um, pulling back the curtain and realizing that, um, you know. Yeah. It's interesting. This comes up sometimes with clients where, you know, the idea of, like, it's almost like realizing, like, your parents don't know shit and being like, oh, they're just people. (laughs) They don't, they don't, they haven't like passed a course. They're not all knowing beings. They're not, you know, and I think that is something, it's interesting that you feel able to like maybe, I don't know. It's so interesting. I think. Sorry, guys. Still getting over that cold. Yeah, we got to get that cough button. I know. It's a real problem. Um, 
I don't know. I just don't think everybody has the capacity to. It's almost like questioning authority. Not. Yeah, I think I. I well, I think I. Which is I've maybe always, maybe that's it. Yeah, I've always kind of had that, but it, but I also had a you know crippling social anxiety as a kid. You know, like I remember being afraid to call and order a pizza, mm-hmm. and my parents telling me that I had to do it, and just like. Why do you guys hate me and want me to die? <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, I think that there is some of that, but we're probably drawn to the things that challenge us the most, maybe at some point. And right. The kid that can't order a pizza then <coughs> has to give, what's it called? Grand summations? Did I just combine two terms? (laughs) Maybe that's what it's called in, like, old England. Okay. Um, But you have, like, summations, right? Isn't that, like... You have, like, closing arguments. Closing arguments. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't... Yeah. It's, um... It's a real... Mm Mm-hmm journey so that's that's the part that's coming up now and doing this with me is like even though it's just the two of us here we're alone in our home with with two two raccoon cats and a toddler Mm -hmm. who is asleep nice work yeah twinkle my my twinkle twinkle little star just lulls them into a real he was pissed off that you didn't what was it you didn't say i love you didn't give him a hug and a kiss. You didn't give him a hug and a kiss, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Invoice us later, Arch. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the part that's coming up for you is that even though it's just the two of us, we're looking at each other, we're at our dining room table, we're in mm-hmm. our home. You can feel the eyes and the judgments and the perceptions of other people raining down on you. Well, and that's a big difference too. I think you know this is. When you're arguing somebody else's case, you know, there is a a bit of detachment from it that you get to jump into, a la some sort of actor or something like that, where it's like... Matthew McConaughey, A Time to Kill. Yeah, just, I'm like Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. Um, You know, and and that's, um, I think, the other part of it, whereas talking about myself in a you know vulnerable way vulnerable way um, or even any really sort of way you know like you know I don't even like to talk about like oh you do I'm a lawyer because it's just like oh oh (laughs) This, this, this is a very common argument we get in when we meet new people I'll I I will you know, like if, especially if there's other lawyers, and I'm like, oh, John's a lawyer too. You get so mad at me. Like you're just like, why did you have to do that? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Tell people about you. I what? Yeah, it's not like you know, like even lawyers that do the same type of law get together. They hate each other. I mean, there's just like <laughs> such a hate. And then you know, people who aren't lawyers, it's like, ooh, I've seen how. Exciting! Your profession is on TV. It's like, nah, not that exciting. Like, I don't have a great story for you. I don't, you know, I don't have, I can't, I can't meet your expectation. Uh, you know, like it uh-huh. didn't just do a murder trial, you know, three minutes ago sure. on a case that I just got and, you know, Perry Mason did. It's, you know. Okay. Speaking of uh, murder trial, mm-hmm. we've got a, an audio issue here. Hold on. <coughs> Kaylin just put a bag of cobwebs in a tree. It's not recording. Oh, wait, it is. That uh, our cat couldn't get to it. Sorry, sorry. Crafty. Yeah, it's funny. Our kid doesn't mind if we do a podcast, but our cats mind. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just like, okay, so many podcasts out there, guys. I know, yeah. Like, be original or be jealous. Be jealous. Booge. Booge. Um, that was the name of a graphic design company by our house, and 
every time we drove by it, it was B O O J. And it just said like, to me that is pronounced budge, which is funny because that's the nickname for our child years later. Um, and the B O O J stood for be original or jealous, which is like, I mean, take it in, take it in, let it wash over you. Like that company, I believe went out of it. I think it did. I think it did. Um, so they decided to be jealous. Yeah. I mean, be so original that, um, unfortunately the company maybe, and maybe all those people went out to, went off to do their own thing. That's my hope. Mm. Um, but it seems like it'd be difficult to, you know, instill some sort of like corporate control. If your whole company is like, be original or jealous it's like well i'm sorry i'm being original you know mm, i don't understand corporate environments in the slightest um one-on-ones face-to-face right 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 well circle back circle back uh end touch, of day bases um an, an off-site an off-site <laughs> i have lots of clients who work in corporate settings and i have to be like um can you um what what the, what are you talking about? I need a glossary of terms. Um, so so yeah, I guess we kind of shared a little bit in a kind of uh, we kind of shared a lot in a way that was very indirect. Yes, and which is probably better than being okay. but also very <laughs> indirect. Um, so we accomplished our goal, but just in like you know. We were supposed to just say, hi, No, no, we weren't supposed to do anything. Mm. Uh And the thing that I wanted, like, circle back, end of day, um, about this that we're doing is that I am a therapist, but I am not your therapist. I am nobody's therapist that is listening, even if you are a client of mine. Hi. Um, This is... Can I disclaim too? Oh, sure. I'm a lawyer, but I'm not your lawyer. So. So, yes. This is a um, semi-educational, mostly informational, fun thing that we're doing. We're not giving medical advice, mental health advice. Um, Or legal advice. Huh? Or legal advice. Or legal advice. Legal advice. Um, But I didn't bring that up to do a disclaimer, although probably should have one. Um, Can we give accounting advice, though? Please, no, I'm not going to be able to be a part of that. But (laughs) I want you to try to... I'm not... This is not going to be about you being, like, psychoanalyzed. And um, this is going to be a conversation. And I'm not going to be always the one, like, leading it. I'm not going to be... You know, you can, you're smiling at me. Well, I'm just thinking, like, should we have, like, colon guests at some point? Why are you veering off into something something else? I'm, I'm trying just to make, my mind. just trying to make a point here, which is if some of the, if the part of you that is anxious about this is like, oh, God, I got to be all vulnerable and I got to, you know, do all, it's, it, this is joint we're sharing this together and um, we're both going to be in the hot seat from time to time. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. So, so yeah, I think we kind of gave broad strokes. You're an attorney. You have been for over a decade. I'm a psychotherapist, have been for over a decade. We currently live in Denver, Colorado. We met in Chicago, um, mm-hmm. and we've been married for six years together, almost a decade. Awesome. We have a little boy, Archie, who turns four next week. Um, two cats, Ernie and Stan. I just thought that there's going to be a David Beckham documentary series coming out this week. Have you seen that? 
I did see that. Okay. Yeah. I know you love soccer, but what's your thoughts on DB? One Ooh. trick, one trick pony. <gasps> one trick pony. Scandal. Yeah, take it. Wasn't Starring a DB Kerry fan. Washington. Okay. I was a Paul Scholes fan for the Manchester United. Oh right, United, right, 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 right. 1990s followers. He was a teammate of DB, but you know DB was a could kick a ball. He could make a. He could bend it. Um, you know, and uh, it's a heartthrob, and that's... Okay, so, so far today, you have gone after people in plastics and David Beckham. And Tulsa. Well, Tulsa, I don't think it was... A, Tulsa probably does host conferences. I don't think that's a knack. Probably plastic conferences. Oh, wow. You're really doubling down. Okay. Well, um... I was hoping you were. You might still want to watch it, even though you don't care for him, because you love a Do dog. You know Tulsa spelled backwards is a slut. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this a good time to tell people where they can send complaints? <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, listen, um, that was astonishing. <laughs> For both of us. Yeah. So did you really discover that in the moment? Yeah, that was just a, a now discovery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. So <clears throat> in the first iteration of this conversation, we talked about that TV show that I mentioned in the newsletter this week, mm-hmm. Being Erica. Yeah. And... Um, the quick rundown on being Erica. If you didn't read the newsletter or haven't heard of it, it's a show from the late aughts, a Canadian show set in Toronto. Um, do you want to make your little joke about the Canadian broadcasting company that you made in the first one? No, I mean, that wasn't, I mean, that was just kind of a, I didn't realize the CBC was still around then, but what I really wanted to get to in talking about that, and maybe I'm jumping ahead, so maybe you should explain a little bit about the show. Okay. And then I'll give you my... Question. Okay. So, um, it is set in Toronto, and it's like this. I think she's supposed to be... She talks about high school being 15 years ago, so I think she's probably, like, early 30s. And she's kind of in, like, a quarter-life crisis. She just gets fired from her job she isn't in a relationship and um they kind of paint her like a little bit like she's a mess but she's really not but that's what the show wanted you to feel and she ends up in the hospital and she kind of like comes to and there is this um quote-unquote therapist that is in her room with her and You come to find out quickly that he's not a traditional therapist like myself. He has some powers and he can send Erica back in time. She like writes out this list of regrets and he can take her back in time to revisit those and quote unquote fix them or whatever. Um, And I've only watched at this point, like I think less than 10 of them, but it's like still I think it's still pretty good and like the therapist relationship is interesting obviously there's like a sci-fi element to it but he's like really funny and sharp but there the the thing that really struck me and always strikes me whenever I watch old television is like how things are talked about like this is coming from your use use of the word slut it was like thrown around on this TV show like (laughs) it was like nothing and and then there was like a scene where something happened to her and they kind of passed it off as like oh this like not great sexual experience but like it was like a full-on violation and they kind of were just like it's just clear how much things have changed and so it's just like always striking to be like, oh my God, did they just kind of like, I felt like with you five seconds ago when you said slut, where I was just like, whoa, I haven't heard that word. I didn't say it. The city of Tulsa said it on right. opposite day, reverse day. Right. Um, but it's like before today when you said it mm-hmm. and when I heard it in being Erica a couple days ago, I can't remember the last time I heard that, mm. that word. Um, and 
so anyway, that's all connects. Hmm. That's uh, how I t- tied that one up with a bow. What was your question about being Erica? Well, it's not really a question. It's more of an observation. Okay, let's hear it. I mean, it is the... It, I haven't, you know, only watching a, a snippet of it, but it's Quantum Leap. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know of that show. But was it, like, based in therapy? Oh, you were just on your phone. Is that what you were doing? No, I was, I was pulling up the, the quick plot point okay, of it. Okay, let's hear it. And it stars America's, America's beloved Scott Bakula. Yeah, I was always really attracted to him. As Dr. Sam Beckett. Okay. A, a physicist who involuntarily leaps through space-time during, space time. <laughs> during experiments in time travel by tempor- temporarily taking the place of other people to correct what he consistently discovers were historical mis- mistakes. Okay, that's interesting. And it is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more personal for Erica. You know, he's like... You don't think it's personal for he, Scott but he, He's correcting. I actually... I mean, I've never watched it. And they did, recently did a remake of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um does he like ultimately find out that it's not helpful to change these like historical mistakes? Because that's what happens on being I Erica. I mean, I didn't get to the end of it. Isn't it a TV um, show? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch every season of it. Okay, um, but it being but, but in being Erica, she realizes quite quickly that like you can't just go back and like erase. Oh things. no, he doesn't. He okay. doesn't. He's got a, from what I recall, kind of like a, you know, a, a hip chain-smoking guy with a gruff voice. It's like a very Tom Waitsy. Okay. That uh, is his kind of guide to go through time. Mm-hmm. And kind of seems to know what's going to happen, but just allows Scott to go back and fix stuff. And yeah, it does alter things. and Like butterfly effect it. Yeah, okay. a little bit um, for my recollection. Okay. Probably totally wrong with all, all that stuff. Um, but you're right. Those are very similar concepts. Um, yeah, one's it's therapy versus and it's about physics. it's about one person's history rather than like the history of the world, right? Because quantum leap is like history. historical. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't have to do with Scott Bakula's life, right? Which it's funny you mentioned that you've seen a few minutes of this show that I'm talking about. Uh, and that's a funny thing that you like to do sometimes is you will, like if I'm watching a TV show, he'll come into the bedroom and like I'm watching it and whatever. And you just kind of stand there and you're looking at it and you're waiting for me to tell you what it's about, but you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're like, so what is this? And like, sometimes I don't, I'm not interested in, um, doing the labor of explaining this like you know show to you um and but you like to just kind of like sit and watch even just like five seconds of it even though you know that you're gonna not like it and judge it and but I can tell that you're curious it's such an interesting thing and I'm trying to think do I do that to you like I guess I do sometimes like sometimes you'll be out here watching something and I'll be taking my potions and I'll kind of like tune in for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like a common thing where you've seen like five minutes of a show that I've watched and I've drawn all these conclusions about it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like playing detective, right? You're just kind of <laughs> like, Hmm, what's this person's deal? What's okay. their story? Okay. And then, Oh, why are they, Hmm. They seem to dislike this person. I wonder why they dislike. So you're this. actually interested. You're not making fun of me. Yeah. I, I think I'm just, I'm trying. I mean, there's probably like a, a little bit of both. I realize there's an opportunity probably at some point to like make fun of you. Okay. But, okay. But at least in the initial, it's like, hmm, let me see if I can figure this okay. puzzle out a little bit. Okay, 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 mm-hmm. interesting, okay. Yeah, that's a thing that's happened with great frequency where I'm like, I I think if I knew you were actually interested, I would share, but I get so frustrated because I'm just like, I'm not going to tell you about this just so you can like mm. make fun of it. And I think honestly, like because we've tried to watch friends together and like other shows that I like, it is such a painful experience. Like 
I've completely given up all hope of, and I honestly, honestly don't want to watch those things with you anymore. Does well, that? Well, it's funny how much our Venn diagrams of watching stuff like intersect. I mean, there's so many things that we share a similar um, enjoyment for. We uh-huh. both really appreciate. Uh-huh. And I feel like there's. That's a, a very large swath of the stuff that I watch. Sure. But it seems like it's a fraction <laughs> sliver of the stuff that you watch. So it's just kind of always interesting to me that I'm like, man, like everything that I watch, nearly everything that I watch, Caitlin likes and is watches too. But then there's like all like being Erica and... <laughs> I mean, so many that I'm just like... Yeah, Virgin River. You're like, yeah. what the fuck are you watching how in did, here? How did we the summer here? I turned pretty. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Here's an honesty thing that I'll say. Mm-hmm. Is I think as I've gotten older, I... Not that I have ever watched something that I didn't like, but I think I've... I was more agreeable earlier on, not just in our relationship, but in my life. Like I can think of lots of relationships where I'm like, it's like the King Kroll thing where I'm like, I'll pretend, not pretend, but I'll find it within myself to really like something because I can tell someone else really likes it. Mm. And like, I think... It's like why I can't even like watch football. And it's not that I don't like football anymore, but I used to love watching football. And like, I think, I don't know if it's like I have less time or I'm more tapped into what I like, but like the circumstances have to be perfect for me to want to watch a football game. Like I have to, um, experience extreme cognitive dissonance about the CTE that is occurring in front of my face. The kid has to be asleep Um, we have to be in a good place. I have to have nothing to do. Like it's, but I used to, we used to watch it all the time and any boyfriend I've ever had will be like, Caitlin loves football. Like you can pull him. And I don't think I do. Um, and I think that's true. I mean, I'm trying to think of things we've watched, but I think I'm just starting to tap into, And maybe you've noticed, like I wrote about this in one of my other newsletters about like picking a movie and you're like, oh, I want to watch this. And, and there's been times where I've been like, "Mm, no. And you're like, no forever. Or like, no tonight. And I've been more recently been like, you can just watch it without me. Um, are you feeling that on your end at all? That that's changed over the decade? No, I, I'm okay. not really feeling that. I mean, I think definitely the football aspect, yes, but the the movie. I mean, I think it's it, it's such mood based. I okay. mean, you know, I don't, I haven't. I mean, if you've been, you don't feel like I'm being more disagreeable. No, I think that's so funny because in my body, I feel like I'm out here just like. Um, uh, it's radical. Like I've been feeling like I'm being so radical non-acceptance. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Okay. So you don't feel that at all. Mm-mm. Okay. Cause I am doing that more where I'm like, do I want to watch that? Like, I just I think it's funny when you're talking about football. It's like I need all of these things to be like all these stars to align. But watching Virgin River, literally any any time, any place. I haven't slept for forty seven hours. I haven't eaten. I'm starving. My kid's crying. Yeah. Okay. None none of those things have ever happened. I know none of those things have ever happened. But I think still in that moment, no. That's like that to me. That's like taking a Xanax. Like it's. Like, actually, I'm having a hard time getting into the season of Virgin Virgin River, to be honest. But like, there's more than one season. Oh my god, we're on like season six. Um, mm. But no, I think shows like that. I mean, I grew up watching soap operas, and so there's something or like the summer that I turned pretty, which just was out. Like, that's very Dawson's Creek. I would say like my two, my three touch points for television: soap operas, Dawson's Creek, and Friends. 
those anything that feels in that ilk feels so familiar and comfortable to me but it's very specific there's other things that are soapy that i don't really like um do you know why they call them soap operas no okay do you know Mm-hmm. They were. It was the Palm Olive Soap Company. It was the we created them to sell soap. Created the TV to sell soap. No, they created the that the daytime story, and they were like the you know back in those nineteen fifties, like well, okay, blah blah blah, bought you by Palm Olive Soap Company, and that's yeah. That would be the commercial during the show? Yeah, it was like they're the ones that created it to sell soap to housewives who were at home watching it during the day. So what came first, the soap opera or... Soap. <laughs> no, soap. Oh, no, soap no, 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 no. Opera came first. Oh, my God. And then soap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I also don't know that any of that is true. <laughs> It sounds true, though. Oh, my God. Let's see. Let's look it up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. This is the kind of shit that I have to deal with. It's just offensive. Let's see. Why is it called the soap opera? My gratitude app just reminded me to feel grateful. Let's see what the prompt is while you look that up. Maybe it's like, be grateful for your husband. Write about a movie that touched your heart. Um, No. Who has taught you about unconditional love in your family? My husband, even though he just told me a whole lie about soap operas. Great. Well, it's not, it's not, uh, so for braces. So Britannica online. Okay. Do we trust this as a source? Is it a dot org? Mm, I think so. No, dot com. But okay. Britannica, the people who brought you. Britannica. Britannica encyclopedias. Sure. Did your parents have encyclopedias? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. We got sold those by a door to door salesman, which, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there was a whole Friends episode about that. Mm-hmm. Joey couldn't afford the whole thing, so he bought. Installments? No, just one. Oh. I can't remember what letter it was. Mm. J? I'm no, gonna... it wasn't J. I think it was like P. What's his last name? Joey. Tribbiani. So soap opera, op, opera, soap opera, <laughs> broadcast dramatic serial program, so-called in the United States, because most of its major sponsors for many years were manufacturers of soap and detergents. Okay, okay, you're right. So that would have been like that game. But 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 it, but that does answer my question, which is that the program existed, and then. Like these kind of like dramatic programs existed already. Then there were these advertisements, and then after, like the after, no. I mean, TV was just always an ad. Like they couldn't make the show if they couldn't sell the ads. For I the understand show. that, but like, did the show exist, and then they called it a soap? Well, I think this. Mm, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Thank I you. Think, and they, it so happened that a lot of soap companies. Yeah, right. I get that part. I guess I was just wondering, like, how intertwined were they it seems like it was a little bit more faded and a little bit more after the fact which i actually like because mm-hmm. it's like kind of cute um kind of cute, cute. I, ha- I have that doja cat song stuck in my head she the devil she no 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 do you know that song Mm-mm. okay no um so so timeline then just to put a put a pin in that or bow in that or wrap it in a bow tie it in a bow um I think probably soap first, then the opera. Oh my god! Then the TV show, then soap opera. So that's how we got there. Okay. Um, for everybody that just fell asleep, um, <laughs> keep your eyes on the road. Um. So yeah. Um. Do you remember reading my article or my newsletter at this point, or is that completely lost your, left your noggin? Uh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday? Okay. So not, I mean, it was 24 hours ago. So. Okay. I mean, you couldn't remember the term uh, earlier yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I remember the like concept of it. Okay, okay. Radical acceptance. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And 
Well, I mean, the thing I didn't mention is as a, a child of the 90s and a follower of, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, you throw radical in front of anything, I'm like... What does that mean? I don't know I mean, about that's like they always said, like, oh, radical, cowabunga, oh. dude. <laughs> cowabunga, I heard a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was, like, a ride at um, Wisconsin Dells called Cowabunga. Somebody's got a fact check. you ride in cows? <laughs> That'd be cute, but I don't think so. Mm. Um, somebody fact checked me on that one. Um, okay, so you're into it. You mm-hmm. can appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anywhere in your life that that would feel? Plenty of times that I think it would feel just trying to radically accept where you're going with that. But plenty of times where I feel like it would be such a helpful, useful tool because I think that, you know, you're, um, your mind gets in the way a lot of times and it tells you things are the way that they are. And that's because of things that you've done and, Mm. you know, and you run with that narrative and Mm -hmm. then it's forever. You know, um, and it's really, I think, hard to move your thinking in a way that's more objective and yeah, objective, but more just present and mm-hmm. under asking the why question of why am I jumping from this to this to this? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's happening here? Mm-hmm. It's just easier to just let let that kind of synapse and paradigm take the take the wheel and say, yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is what's happening, and this is why. And it's just almost easier, it. I think, sometimes not easier, but. I think our brains are more like being stuck sometimes I feel like is more the default than the, what I kind of talked about this week, which um, I guess if nobody, if you haven't read the article, we're talking about radical acceptance, um, which is a term from dialectical behavior therapy, DBT. Um, and it's kind of like it sounds, it's about radically accepting the present, the facts, the feelings, the thoughts are in the situation. Um, and it's not about liking it, agreeing with it, resigning to it. It's just like acknowledging what is. And then, and that's not, and part of it is like the facts of the situation. Part of it is what do I feel about that? Um, how's my body responding? Um, kind of exploring why this thing might have happened with compassion and then potentially planning for how to address it. Um, and I think a lot of times, like I'm realizing how loud the cat water filter is. Can you hear it? The fountain? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to say it was a cat water. You could be like, oh, we have oh, a yeah. fountain we in a foyer. Yeah, yeah. That's, our, yeah, that's, that's our, our foyer fountain. It's made of ceramics. and um, Yeah, I mean, I find both personally, personally and professionally that a lot of times it's like the fighting of reality that I think causes us to stay kind of in a pretzel and you know that's what I love about this skill is because I think it can be applied to really um, basic rudimentary daily things Um, running late spilling something um like what happened with my car this week, I, I came out to, um, out of a coffee shop and my car was all banged up. Um, and that could be a really easy thing to be like, and we kind of did, we were like, when did this happen? How did this happen? Where did this happen? Um, cause nobody left a note and, and it's like, they left their mark, but not a note <laughs> word. Um, and it's like, it just happened. And 
you know, if we were to use this skill with that example, it's like I came out of a coffee shop and the front right part of my bumper or no, it's more like above the wheel is all jacked up. That's the fact. I didn't see it happen. Nobody left a note. I didn't notice it until that moment. That's the facts. How do I feel about it? I feel like I I'm noticing the thought like I I, I honestly the, the immediate feeling was like I did something wrong, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is funny. I felt like you were going to be mad. I felt which, these are not feelings, but thoughts. Um I felt sad that this person likely did this and then like drove off and didn't say anything. And like part, part of me is mad, but I, whenever stuff like that happens, I I feel more sad than mad. Um, and, and so those were kind of like the thoughts and the feelings. My body was like tightness in my chest, difficulty, like taking a deep breath. I couldn't get a hold of you. Um, and, and then, you know, exploring the why on this one, I think, is probably less helpful. Maybe like, why am I so upset? Um, which is part of radical acceptance. Um, and for me, I think the thing that's most compelling about my reaction to it was like, why did I think I did something wrong? What's I was going to say? I was going to say, it's like ludicrous. you said the why was so not important. I think that's the most important. Right. Like, why were you getting tightness in your chest and in your throat? It's like, you didn't just observe anything bad happen. Yes, you've been, your car has been violated. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen in front of you. You didn't to see it was out of like an aggression towards you. It was like, I think that just my assumption is that to some degree of you feel, felt like it was your, your fault. Yes. Like you had done something wrong, that you were irresponsible. Right, right. By parking my car in a, in in a, a parking lot. In a parking lot, <laughs> in a designated parking space that you can park in. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I like, honestly started gaslighting myself. I was like, did I do this? Like, could I have hit something? Like, I, I really was like, <laughs> kind of like. Which is wild because if you, you know, observe this, it's. A significant amount of damage. It is okay. If I don't. You, if you if I had if done had, it, I would have known. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never hit. I've been hit, but I've never hit anything. So I don't. Mm. I wouldn't know what the impact would feel like. Well, maybe you did hit something then. <laughs> <laughs> you just out there fucking worlds of uh, bumper no. cars. You know, you're just uh, like. It's also possible that I've never hit anything. Yeah, which again, another reason why, you know, for you to have this thought that you had hit something and maybe didn't notice it is just like another more yeah. significant element of, yeah. Right. And so, you know, I think that's compelling. And the, in that example, like I wasn't that upset about it, really. I mean, I think once I talked to you and I could tell you were like, we're just going to handle it. And um, I think... Yeah, this isn't one where I was really ruminating, but it was interesting to kind of notice, like, why the fuck do I feel like I did something wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the last step of radical acceptance is like the proactive plan. And you were so great at like, okay, I'm going to call State Farm and I'm going to do this, and um, not an ad for State Farm, um, definitely not. And um, you know, I think. It's so it can be used for something like that. It can also be used for something like a little bit more intense. Like I've used it with clients around like breakups where, you know, wondering like, are we going to get back together? Like, and, and you when in using this skill, you're not saying like, we're never going to get back together. You would just say like, we're not together right now. And I think that's helpful. It's better. The uncertainty of like, are we, aren't we? It's like the Rachel and Ross thing on friends. It's like, it's actually really soothing for our central nervous system to pick a lane, even for a moment, even if you're picking a lane just to see how you feel about it, then to change your mind, it's so much more helpful to accept the 
not like that's the key with radical acceptance not, not, not liking not agreeing with um it's about accepting the reality i mean i even think about it around like racism and sexism and misogyny and the patriarchy it's like you don't you don't have to, you certainly don't have to agree with it but accepting that that is a reality i think has been essential in a lot of i mean calling it progress i think is complicated but seeing things change a little bit like a lot of the problem is the denial. And so I think the thing that's so interesting about this skill is how broadly it can be used. And I was joking with you about, you know, I'd like the, 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 the setting I thought about for you with the skill was sitting in traffic. Mm-hmm. Cause that is one that I know really gets you going. Yeah, I know. It's um it's totally irrational. It's the opposite. Uh you know, and it's absolutely a place where that skill could help. But it's when I'm at my absolute worst. I know, I know. And you know what you know what I do is like as soon as I have that thought, I have radical acceptance about you not wanting to change your experience of mm. being mad about traffic. Yeah, I mean there's so many things that are triggered by it. It's like why is this happening? You know, like, <coughs> and it's typically no reason. There's just a lot of people. I know that, that's that's the thing that is so befuddling to me is like instead of asking yourself why am I so upset, you're wondering why the traffic is. The traffic just is, the, homeboy. That's not the, that's not it. Okay, and I'm also wondering. <laughs> Is there a faster way that I could go? Could I get oh off God. here and take this? Or could I make a left here? Or could I take the side street? And if I did that, would that be faster? Or um, how is this going to affect my ability to beat the Google Maps? So, yeah, it becomes, a, it becomes a puzzle or a game or a thing to master rather than a situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's not a situation that I'm willing to accept is true with how many roads <laughs> we have, how many ways we have to get places. It just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem possible to you that there could be traffic that there could be traffic or that the sitting in this traffic is the best solution. Wow. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna have to come back to this one because it's got layers. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, maybe we don't come back to it and maybe I just accept that this is something like as much as you hate it, I also think you get a rise out of it. And this is, this is a, as people will quickly find out, this is a way in which you and I are so different. Like you love to argue and you kind of love to be irritated and like stimulated in a way that is like frustrated. Mm. And I don't mind it for a purpose. Like if we need to get in an argument in a relationship, I'm like, let's do it. Like let's put on the gloves, but you want to do it for sport. Like you feel like, I think you kind of get off on it. And, and I think this is one of those where it's like, you kind of want, it seems like you want to be frustrated Hmm. because, because if you are, then you'll like fight for a solution. Hmm. I mean, like in the, the, the topic of traffic, I would want (laughs) there to not be traffic more than I'd want to be frustrated about being in traffic. Like that's, sure, I know that's sure, 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 sure. There's no, okay. I mean, I think in, in some cases there are like, yeah. Let's argue Tulsa. Oh my god! I remember like one time or not. we were. I think it was about Disney. We were watching something, and you you were like sitting. I was sitting on the couch, and you were sitting closer to the TV. And I remember you looked back at me. And you were like, I could tell you were just like, you didn't say it, but your face said like, 
I want to argue about Disney. And I was like, I, I can't fucking do this with you right now. Like, I, it, and I could just see the, like, it was like a kid seeing candy. I mean, you just looked so happy and, like, hungry. You looked hungry, mm-hmm. um, salivating mm-hmm. to, to do this thing. And I remember just being like, oh, my God. Like, and, and honestly, I've, like, kind of, again, accepted that sometimes you need that to, like, kind of stay with us. Um, and so sometimes I will argue with you about little, like, kind of, like, bicker or, like, because I think you kind of, everyone, you need it every once in a while. Otherwise, you get kind of restless. Does that feel true to you? Mm-hmm. If things yeah. are too harmonious or too contented, I, and then I notice you kind of like, you know, you'll disagree just to disagree. Like, like you like, you know, this is horrifying listeners, but like he will bring up politics with my family and with people he knows, like fundamentally disagree with him for sport. It's, it's, I mean, it's like watching a car crash. Um, um, explain yourself. No, I think you hit it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If, I mean, I, I, no comment. It's, it's pretty. The defense pretty rests. astute. Um, yeah, no. I mean, that's uh, you know, game set match on that okay. one. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't have anything to say to that other than it's true. Know, okay. Yeah, I mean that there is. Um, you know, there's a bee in the prickly pear is um, sometimes enjoyable. Like mm-hmm. it's a little spicy, you know. See what pe- gets people's juices flowing. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's probably you know some subtle manipulative um, you know aspect to it, right? Like I'm trying to like figure out, ooh, like like. Can I get you off your game a little bit? Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Okay. Is there like, and and also just kind of like, I don't know. I think it's. You want to win. Fun to see. Yeah. There's yeah. Fun to get through an argument, like take a position and get through it. You know, like there is like a, let's, let's see if we can take this like absurd position and find some sort of like justification for it that might give somebody pause into thinking that it might be the case or not. Yeah. I think, and I think this is where our, even though there are a thousand million podcasts out there, I think what makes this interesting is that part, which is like, I'm a therapist meant to find Harmony where there is some to be found. And that sometimes that is through conflict. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not Pollyanna about how we get there, but, and you, and I think that's why we balance each other out so well is I think you, you will find not a problem, but like, I think you're, pushing and questioning and, and, and in really, I think that's a really necessary thing sometimes. And mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of looking for where we can rest and you're looking for like where we need to like do work and be more vigilant and unrest, unrest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, what's kind of interesting is like, we, it's similar to the TV Venn diagram, like there are so many things where we're similar and we have the same values and we respond to things. And, you know, like, I think we have a lot of the Venn diagram that overlaps, but then we have these things that are, we're so different in how we respond to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this is one of them. And that's why this, it's funny. Like, I think this skill me wanting you so badly to use it around traffic. It's really about me using it towards you about you want. Exactly. Like this is about me being like, okay, 
he gets upset in traffic. How does that make you feel? Like he gets stuck and shuts down in traffic. Why does that bother you? And, and why does it bother you in particular? You know, like, um, and yeah, that's a good point. Cause I don't think it, it bothers me. It doesn't bother me in, uh, in a way that I'm looking to get out of it. So I guess going to your earlier yes. point, it's like, yeah, I would prefer not to be in traffic, but if I'm in traffic, all right, game on traffic, right, right, right. mono e mono. Yes. I, th- I think, yes, you're playing a video game that I can't see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the codependent in me is like, I need, he's upset and he's frustrated and I need to like fix that. And why is he being so stubborn? And why can't he just like put on a podcast? Why does he, you know? And like, that's the work for me. I think of being like, Caitlin, this is not about you. Not about you. Um, which I think is a great maybe place to stop for this one. Do you want to guess how long we've been talking? Mm, like two minutes. Okay. Two and a half minutes. Try again. Two minutes, 45 seconds. Can you make a real guess? Uh, 40 minutes. An hour and five minutes. Hmm. Does that include cat knocking off time? and? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll have to edit that out. Child time? Um, I can't remember what I did for that. But we'll see. And I, we have no idea if the volume even worked. Okay. But what's our sign off? Um Toodles. Touch off for now. Don't love that. Um I think maybe just love well, how like, about, uh, like love the, love talking to you. Love talking to you too. How about um clear minds, full hearts? Can't lose, can't win. Be original or be jealous. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's our sign up. Um, all right. You. Well, that's love you, Budge. Love you, Budge. Um, so that's it for today. We're gonna play around with this and um, tell us what what you think. Like and like and subscribe. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>